Yo, yo, peace and blessings to the world. It's your boy Mike Ford with the Funny But Facts podcast. Stay tuned. I'm pretty sure I got a good episode for y'all. Welcome back, everybody, to, to what, the fifth episode of Funny With Facts Podcast. This one's going to be a little bit on the somber note, as most of you probably can understand. But, um, yeah, man, it's been crazy fucking few months, man. A crazy-ass few months. When I say crazy, I mean, dog, crazy on another fucking level, bro. But I don't, I don't even really know how to start this episode, dog. Like, I'm, I'm completely at a loss for words in most cases, in most areas. With all the shit that's been going on, it's just like, I don't even know how to think anymore. To be honest, kind of desensitized to a lot of shit. And like, and that's the sad part at this moment, being desensitized. But um, I guess I guess to start, I just piggyback off the last episode that I made about seven months ago on Takashi Six Nine, and I'll just you know speak speak very briefly on that situation. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, Takashi Six Nine is freed. He's he's on the streets again, as as the youth say. <laughs> he's on the streets, but um, yeah, he he he's exactly where I figured he would be. Because which what everybody needs to understand, and I think we have what I want to convey and get across is that. I don't blame him for what he did, and and if you can, and then if you sit here listening like, oh, oh, here you go, you one of those niggas. Listen, I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I I can give two shits about how you feel about how I feel, simply because, nigga, I'm not in these streets. I don't I don't want to be in the streets. I like being street adjacent. You feel me? I like being close enough to the streets, but far enough that I'm not in it. You feel me? That's just my lifestyle. That's just how I like to live. But, you know, to each his own. So, I understand why everybody feels the way they feel. However, when it comes to somebody's life, and when you're talking about spending you know, a, a quarter of your life, uh, which is a vast percentage of your life, in prison, other motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's where I'm looking at niggas like, yeah, you're kind of fucking bananas, bruh. You who's sitting there for another nigga all because you don't want the streets to label you real? I mean, as a snitch, excuse me? All because you don't want the streets to label you as a snitch? Hey, listen. I'm not saying that I'm gonna snitch because I'm not gonna snitch on my day ones. That's my day ones. I ain't gonna snitch on you. If we, do, especially because if, 
if you my day ones, that means we doing it together. We doing we doing whatever illegal activity together. I'm not saying that I'm out here doing illegal activities, but I'm just saying if you my day one, we're out here doing illegal activities together. So of course I'm not snitching on you. But if you if I seen you do some shit down the block, I don't owe no loyalty to you. I don't have no loyalty to you. I don't know you from two cans of paint, my nigga. Best believe I'm gonna say what the fuck I know because at the end of the day, that's me doing my civil duty. As me doing my civil duty as a civilian. Thinking I am a civilian. I'm a law-abiding civilian at that. But, again, I understand people's sentiments. I understand where they're coming from. I get it. Because, like I said, I'm street adjacent. Nigga. I, I understand everything that you're saying when you say, oh, Takashi's a snitch. I get that. But... On the one hand is if you're saying they're telling me that you can do football numbers for another nigga, you're you, I ain't gonna say you're a better man than me, but you you definitely a double man. You're really a double man to me. And I don't think I'm the brightest motherfucker in the world. I th- I know some shit, but I know for a fact that if you're saying they're telling me that you can do jail time for another nigga that that ain't your day one or blood related to you. You a different kind of stupid. You the special kind of stupid. You the special kind of stupid that my mother always told me about. Feel me? And that's a, that's a very special kind. So with that being said, I don't give a fuck anymore about this situation. If that if if he dies, it it, it sounds as fucked up as it sounds. If he dies, he dies. Feel me? Yvonne Drago voice. If he dies, he dies, nigga. He put himself. He did put himself in that situation. He knew what he was getting into. As far as dealing with the people he was dealing with. That's that's as much as I could say. He he knew what he was getting into dealing with the people he was dealing with. Point blank period. That's enough on Takashi. May God watch over him. And and le- leading into my next topic, I wanna say I wanna say if Takashi gets got first, we're just gonna go into the next topic. time to get into the nitty gritty of things it's time to talk about what we've all been thinking about we've all been we've all been consumed by I should say uh, first and foremost first and foremost excuse me my thoughts and prayers go out to George Floyd and his entire family. Rest in peace, Mr. George Floyd. The way the way you went out was tremendously inhumane. And, and no no human being on, on the face of this earth should be subjected to having another man's full body weight pressed against their knee excuse me pressed against their neck and closing their airways airways nobody should be subjected to being compliant and during during uh, detainment 
and still dying. No, nobody should have to call out for their deceased mother in the midst of dying. The way the way black men are going out today, as a black man myself, it fucking terrifies me, bro. I'm I'm completely afraid to leave my house, dog. And more so simply because I know myself. And, and by saying me saying I know myself, meaning I know my attitude. I know I know how I react to things. I know that if 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 I know and then on top of that I know my rights, bro. So if I feel like I'm being unjustly excuse me, unjustly detained, I'm gonna say it. If I feel like something unjust is happening, I'm gonna say something. Because that's just how I'm I'm wired, bro. I don't, I don't get, I don't, I'm not, I've never been, really been that person who in the midst of something happening, I decide to pull my phone out. I can't pull my phone out in certain situations because pulling my phone out in certain situations, I feel like I'm, I'm being a part of the problem and not a part of the solution now I can't say what I would have done had I been out there I can't I can't say what I would have done because in that moment it's the bystander effect you know where we're all wired to stand around because we think the next person is going to do something and and I, I can't say whether or not that, that would have hit me in that moment the bystander effect would have hit me in that moment or not but at the same time I wouldn't be the one recording it either because I wouldn't want to record another man's death I can't I can't I can't I can't see it I can't That that's why I haven't watched the, the George Floyd video I, I don't want I don't want that on my spirit bro like like I'm not I'm not saying watching the video was wrong if you did or whatever the case may be because it's good that that's documented because because if 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 they if those cops or, or if that cop can get out of murdering somebody on film this time like with with I even though it's been on it's been filmed numerous amounts of times it's been filmed numerous amounts of times uh, something about this this one doesn't seem the same as all the other ones this one's this one is clearly murder there's no other way around it, it this is clearly murder clearly murder and the fact that he the fact that the, the cop and, the, and and I'm gonna put air quotes around the cop because I'm just going to that a little bit later on but the cop I'm not even and that's how much respect I'm giving him bro I'm not even to say his name on this podcast the cop literally sat on his neck for nine minutes it was what i'm told this is what i've read and seen and heard sat on his neck for nine minutes you can't tell me that's not deliberate you can't tell me that somebody somebody can know that 
like, how how many people don't realize that the human body can only go two minutes without breathing, two minutes without air, excuse me, two minutes without oxygen before the body shuts down? Like, like that's 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 biology one on one, bro. They teach you that as, I don't even know how early, they, but they they teach you that early. You, if your airways are closed off for more than two minutes, you're losing oxygen to your brain. So, so it's safe to say that for nine minutes, while he was screaming out, it will. It, it, I don't. Well, again, I didn't watch the video, so I don't know the circumstances around it. But it's safe to say that for 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 the time he was crying out, he can't breathe. He needs water. He's crying out for his mother. I'm pretty sure that in that moment something should have been telling a human being fuck whether if you're white or black something should have told you as a human being that this this human being beneath you couldn't breathe I should remove pressure so that way he can first first and foremost when when is it protocol to even put your knee on the back of somebody's neck Dude, it isn't protocol it, like I understand placing your body weight on on a on a suspect, but isn't that just to to cuff them? If especially if you didn't cuff them, he was cuffed. So at that moment, once you cuffed him, it was kind of unnecessary for you to even have your body weight on him in general. He was cuffed. He was detained. Again, I didn't see the video, but I've read, I've read, read reports, and I've, and I've heard all the, the some newscastings, and and from what I've collected is he wasn't, he wasn't resisting. He was, he was complying. They sat him on a, on a curb, on a curb. So if he sat on a curb, how would, would possessed you to put him on his stomach what made you say what made you say I'm gonna put my neck on this on this grown man this human being's neck what, unless unless you just deliberately planned on murder or planned on not valuing that black man's life it's, it's just that simple it's just that simple if you if you can't value if you don't value life you're not gonna think what you're doing is wrong and that's why that cop didn't see what he was doing was wrong because he felt he felt that he was just doing his job properly as most cops do most cops feel as if whatever the actions they're doing they're just doing their job you can't and in this case you can't use the you can't use the I fear for my life rhetoric can't use none of that you can't use none of that shit that gets the cops out of out of the trouble because what fear did you have your your expression on the video showed somebody who was in complete control of his situation he chose to do this it it just baffles me bro it just baffled me. I, I couldn't watch the video, bro. I couldn't watch the video. I watched Ever Garner's video, and and all that did was fuck me up. 
So I'm not going to sit there and watch an Eric Garner 2.0 happen. Especially in the sense of, especially in the, in, in the situation where, where this man's knee is on the back of somebody's neck, bro. That is a finishing kill move if I've ever seen. Especially if you're putting your whole body weight on somebody's air passage, bro. It makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. And then, and then the fact that he's only charged with third degree manslaughter, third degree, third degree. So you can't even, you can't, you couldn't even give him the first degree manslaughter charge. Like I, I understand you're not giving somebody a murder charge. I understand you why cops, why it's bad to not to give cops a murder charge. Especially, especially first-degree murder charges, because you can't prove premeditation with the police. You can't prove premeditation. You cannot. It's it's, it's kind of physically, well, not physically. Excuse me. It's kind of impossible to prove premeditation with police. So first-degree murder is out the is out the question. But damn, the nigga couldn't. He couldn't even get a third-degree charge, a third-degree murder charge, man. He murdered this man. Murder has to be in there, but you're gonna give him a third degree manslaughter, which basically says, "Look, we're not even really taking this serious." That's how I see it. And unless that, and, and this case is not gonna go. He's not. He's this. That cop is not gonna go to jail, bro. He's not gonna go to jail unless this case, unless that case is moved and bumped up to a higher level of of government, a higher level of. Uh, of justice system because there's no way in the world that he's going to get that he's going to face any type of real chance of at a guilty verdict in in his in in many in Minnesota and many he's there's no way in the world it, I just don't see it happening it 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 really it really doesn't look good as far as him being trialed and prosecuted I don't see it and and that's not me that's not me doubting that's not me that's not me being against against uh or no not against but that's not me being for the police nothing that's me just under knowing and understanding how this justice system works and prosecutors don't prosecute their own and the police is their own they won't prosecute their own. Simple as that. It's just that simple. I don't. I don't know what else to to say about that because that, because the proof is in the pudding. We've we've seen it time and time again. It's been it's, it's been too many times where cops have overkilled. You feel me? You, you basically has killed has went over the top with with their murders. And haven't been tried and haven't been uh, convicted, or if they are convicted, they're convicted on the technicality. You know what I mean? It's only it's only it's only technicality, and by technicality, I mean they're they're just not white. That's the technicality. The technicality is they're not white because because one thing I can probably guarantee is that Asian cop he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail because they're going to give him a white jury. Or they're gonna give him a mixed jury. They're gonna give him a jury of not Asian descent, and they're gonna try. And they're gonna send him to jail. 
Just that's it. If if he gets charged, if he gets charged, but I doubt that too. I just don't. I don't see. I don't see anything going right with the indictment, the trial, whatever the case may be. Just don't. Which leads me into my next point of these protests. I can understand the fury behind the protests because I believe everybody that's out there protesting feels the same way I do. They feel the same way I do, in a sense. But notice the words that I use. I said the people out there protesting. The people out there protesting aren't the ones that are doing the, the rioting. There's a difference between the protesting and the rioting. The ones that are out there protesting are doing it the right way. I've been reading stories. They're, they're going down to their city halls, their town halls, their, their county courthouses. They're going down to these places of high, <coughs> excuse me, high justice. And they're, excuse me, they're protesting the right way. These rioters are not the protesters. And the rioters are getting the protesters hurt. The rioters are the reason why this cop, these cops are out here in military force. In military force. And they're shooting rubber bullets and shit at, at civilians. I've seen a picture of, of a girl who got shot in the head with a rubber bullet. And that, that gash in her face was so, I mean, excuse me, that, that gash in her forehead was so, was so fucking deep and, and, and just terrible looking. And it's like, they're, and it's like, they're not killing, they're, they're not killing you with bullets, but those, those rubber bullets that they're shooting, they're, they're causing some significant amount of damages, bro. Like tremendous amount of damages. Because there's no way in the world somebody who's peacefully protesting should be out there getting shot in the face with rubber bullets. There's no way, there's no reason females are out there protesting and male and male strong muscle-bound cops are are shoving them to the ground with all their might because they're protesting. Like as much as much as these rioters are, are being disgusting in their actions, these cops are being twice as disgusting because they're not even they're not, they're not protecting and serving, they're, they're combating all they're doing is coming out here and, and trying to do, inflict damage and, and inflict pain instead of instead of do their job do what, do what we pay them to do, because we literally pay them it, it makes no sense that you can treat the people who pay your salary with so much disdain that that their life doesn't even matter to you anymore. Like, fuck it, if you kill them, you kill them because you know you're getting off. That, and that's what I feel like these murders, these cop killings are doing because they're they're murdering people. They're murdering people, getting away with it. And then it's just like any anything with a trickle down. One person does it, two more are gonna do it. Those two more gonna two more do it, four more are gonna do it. Four turns the eight, eight to sixteen, and next thing you know, it's just a huge epidemic of people of cops killing people and getting away with it. Out of all the cops that I've out of every cop that I've seen 
with a killing in these last in this last decade, bro. I think I've only maybe seen two stories where the cop actually is found guilty. It, it makes no sense because there there have been hundreds, close to almost thousands of killings of killings in these decades, bro. In this decade, don't we're not even going to talk about the fucking last. 50, 60 years, we're just gonna talk about this decade alone. If you wanna go back 50, 60 years, we're talking about hundreds of thousands. But that's not the point. The point is the rioters are getting the protesters hurt. The rioters are making the protesters look as if they're they're the evil one. When all the protesters are doing is using their First Amendment right, the freedom of speech. I and then and then the rioters looting black businesses, bro. Like reading those stories and seeing black businesses having their having their shit destroyed in this situation, it really it really fucks my head up a little bit because it's like, yo, bro, you can't. You can't, you can't know which businesses are good. And then, and, but, but hold on. That even, that even leads me to go to this. I've been seeing videos of white people going around spray painting BLM and, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that shit on, on properties and, and damaging it. And they're just walking away like nothing. Not, not protesting, just damaging and then walking away and spraying Black Lives Matter on it. A lot of a lot of the time, I'm 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 really starting to think that these black businesses that are being destroyed aren't black people destroying it. I think it's white people destroying it, and then the black folks are getting the the, the you know the brunt of the of the of the uh, the negative feedback because it's mainly the media mainly shows it's mainly showing black people doing and 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 i feel like that's that's why i don't want to go out there and protest i don't want to go out there and be a part of and be a part of the chaos because i feel like as somebody even though i know i don't have the, the powerful media voice but i feel like i'm somebody who who would rather use my voice instead of instead of getting up and trying to cause mayhem because the mayhem isn't getting us anywhere and I'm trying to use myself as black media to spread the proper message instead of spreading instead of telling people go out there and fuck shit up because you're angry yeah I get it you're angry you have every right to be angry and you have every right to want to fuck shit up you have every right to want to fuck shit up I understand that especially because I know my history I know that I know that sometimes you need to write because after a riot it's a peace because you, you got all the anger out sometimes you need this is what's needed but at the same time the destruction of businesses within your own community that makes no sense bro it makes no sense and that's why my feelings are mixed about this riot about well about the way that we're going about protesting well because I don't I don't want to I don't want to go against my people because I understand the frustrations and I and I and, and, 
I understand the frustrations and shit, nigga. I agree with the frustrations. You feel me? I agree with the frustrations. I, I, I'm a part of the frustration. But at the same time, man, I, I just don't agree with the destroying your own, your own property, destroying the shit within your own neighborhood. Because then, when nothing comes back and be rebuilt, you're gonna be the people are gonna be the first one saying, "Yo, there's nothing in this neighborhood. They don't give us nothing." That's because you destroyed it when they gave it to you. So, I think we need to dial it back. We need, we need to do what we do what. The man who I think should run for president, Killer Mike, says, and and we need to we need to stop, think, strategize, and and then mobilize. Because doing all of this destroying isn't 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 uh, you know solving anything. It's not it's not fixing anything. All they're doing is burning down cities. And then those cities, those places and communities that are burned down are just left there to be ruined. Now, especially when you're burning down CVSs and Walgreens or just pharmacies within your own community. We have elderly in our community that need to get their medicines from these pharmacies that you're burning down. So now say you was out there rioting and while you're rioting, there's an elderly there's an elderly lady who has cancer or something or some serious illness that just took her last pill that was that was supposed to go to the CVS the next day to pick up her refill and now she's at home watching that CVS burn down on her television screen and now she has to think where the fuck is she gonna get her medicine where's she gonna get her medicine at she can, she can, she can, she can agree and feel the pain that y'all feel because she lived through it herself. But at the same time, she has to think about, damn, I'm sick. How the fuck am I supposed to get better if motherfuckers done burnt down the only place where I go to get my medicine? We need to stop, think, strategize, and immobilize, bro. That ass. We need to stop think, strategize, and mobilize, bro, because doing all of this reacting instead of being proactive isn't helping us, isn't helping us in the long run, bro, it's not, it really isn't, but, but, but again, again, as a black man, I feel the pain that everybody feels, bro, I understand the pain that everybody feels, bro. I, I get it. There's, there's nothing there's nothing that y'all can say that I don't get. But at the same time, at the same time, it's like, yo, bro, we gotta be better, my nigga. We have to be better. We have to be better. I can't, I, I, I hate people saying that, oh, they have to stop killing us first. Like why? Why do they got to stop doing something that that was just that that start that just started that we just started doing in our community within within the last thirty to forty years? Because because in the I can tell you I can tell you now off off rip pre nineteen sixty eight pre Dr King dying pre pre us losing all of our leaders 
our our black leaders in the community, pre all of them dying or going to jail or being exiled from this country for for simply doing nothing other than warning the civil the basic civil rights for pe- for the people who built this country. You feel me? Pre all of them dying, you couldn't tell me what black on black crime was. Like I'm not saying that it didn't exist. I ain't saying it didn't exist, but at the exponential rate that it is today, and, and then on top of that, I, I honestly, I honestly, matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna recant that, and I'm gonna say it probably didn't exist back pre 1968, pre Dr. King dying. Why? Because because the community was built different. You ain't had to steal. If you needed something, you all you had to do was go and ask. They'd have gave it to you. If you needed, if you was hungry, they'd have fed you. If you needed clothes, they'd have clothed you. If you needed, if you whatever you needed, the community would have found a way to get for you because that was the community. We're in a situation now where niggas is for themselves. They don't give a fuck, bro. So black on black crime to them now is about proximity. Don't I, I, I? That proximity shit kills me, bro. That proximity shit kills me, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not out here to bash, to bash us in the time in our time of, in our time of, you know, in our time of sadness. I'm not here to bash us during that. I'm not here to do that. What I'm here to do is simply say that we need to stop thinking that because that because they kill us, it's all right. It's all right for us to kill us. That shit needs to stop, bro. It needs to. It needs to end, my nigga. I don't. I'm tired of things. I'm tired of people telling me black on. I'm tired of people saying. I'm tired of. I'm tired of black people. I'm tired of black people. This disapproving. No, not disapproving. Uh, what's the word? Like, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm tired of black people like ignoring it, disregarding. That's the word. I'm tired of black people disregarding it as if. As if black on black crime isn't a huge deal. It, it, it is a huge deal because black life is precious, bro. If we want to sit here and do all of this shit, if we want to sit here and do all of this shit, be because we see a white person put in put his knee on the back of a black man's neck for nine minutes, why can't we? Why can't we feel the same way when 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 ten niggas is dying in a week? Over gun violence for stupid shit. When they, when kids is getting kids are kids are dying because they're just being outside. Why can't why can't that be a problem as well? Why can't both simultaneously be a problem? Why can't we fix ourselves while asking the other people to fix themselves? Why is it so hard to want to fix yourself? You want the world to be better, but we can't. Why can't we be better? And again, I'm not here to bash. I'm just here to speak speak something into somebody hopefully somebody will hear this and be like yo you know what he's speaking he's speaking facts because at the end of the day we all we got bro we all we got and if if they're taking us out and we're taking us out who the fuck is going to be left in the end there's gonna there's gonna be no there's gonna be none of us left in the end there's a lot of us now but the weight at the rate excuse me at the rate that we're going it might not be any of us left in a hundred years because we're we're thinking it's okay to kill ourselves to kill each other because proximity 
the, the white cops are killing us because they just fucking feel like they can because they can get away with it and they know they can get away with it and and in interracial dating this country this world is already promoted to be predominantly mixed by 20 by 2040 this world is going to be 50 at least, at least predominantly or half 50 percent mixed by 2040 that's the rate we're going so so being black being so full black is pretty much going out of style because everybody wants to be interracial everybody wants to be mixed so we're taking ourselves out of this game and don't even fucking realize it because we want to sit here and say proximity is the reason but again I am not here to bash I'm here to teach you feel me I'm here to teach I'm here to I'm here to educate people I'm here to let people understand that the way that we're living isn't the way isn't isn't effective it's not effective it's not the way that it's not the way that our parents lived you feel me and our grandparents lived even though they lived in a harder time they lived better and that that is a hundred percent fact they lived in a harder time but they lived better because they were strong we're a weak community and we need to grow strong if this if this situation doesn't connect us as a as a people then i don't know what would we're just we're just always going to be fucked and that's just that's just what it is it's just what it is that is really just what it is and and i hope i hope somewhere somebody listening to this shit will be like Yo, you speaking facts, bro. Just so that way I can be like, I appreciate it, but I'm not done. Because at the end of the day, man, we gotta, we have to be better, we gotta do better. And I don't just mean black people, I mean everybody, bro. The world, this world has to be better, man. And with that being said, this has been another installment of the Funny But Facts podcast. Sending peace and blessings to the world as always and I hope that we can we can grow from this and be better I hope that this this situation this tragedy unites us more than it separates us because we we need unity in this moment more than we need anything else so God bless. Safe and stay safe out there, y'all. Huh? Peace.